98K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. The headlines. A probe by the Ombudsman finds no evidence of masks made for government departments being resold in the private sector. A prominent microbiologist says the public should trust the COVID-19 vaccine developed by China. And a Chinese space capsule containing the first moon rocks collected in over 40 years lands in Inner Mongolia. An investigation by the Ombudsman has found no evidence that masks made for government departments were systematically being resold in the private sector. The so-called CSI masks made by prisoners at the correctional services industries came under the spotlight during a shortage at the beginning of the pandemic. After nine months of investigation, the government watchdog said it found no major loopholes in the production, delivery and distribution of the masks. The Ombudsman, Winnie Chu, said CSI masks found in retail shops were isolated cases. Only 10 CSI masks were seized together with two green boxes showing 2014 as the manufacturing date. This case shows that there were indeed some expired CSI masks being sold on the market. But the small quantity seized by the department also shows that there had not been any large-scale or systemic outflow of CSI masks into the market. In another direct investigation by the Ombudsman, it's urged a government office responsible for investigating water seepage to speed up its processes. It slammed that it criticised the office for taking more than 90 days to complete a probe and there's a huge backlog of more than 23,000 cases as of June. Winnie Chu says the joint office comprising staff from the Food and Environmental Hygiene and Buildings Department needs to do better. The current situation with the joint office is that um, the outstanding cases are rolling over to each year and continuously increasing. That means the backlog is only going to shoot up rather than being addressed. So this is a systemic problem. So that is the problem that we we see that the joint office must address. A prominent microbiologist says he's not worried about the COVID-19 vaccine being developed by China as long as it's approved by mainland health authorities. There are reports a vaccine could be ready for use here by next month. Timmy Sung reports. Ho Pak Lam from the University of Hong Kong says people, especially those in vulnerable age groups, need to consider the consequences of not getting vaccinated. He explained that no one knew if two other vaccines developed in Europe with brand new technology could cause rare side effects, as there have been only tens of thousands of people taking part in clinical trials. A pharmacist, meanwhile, says the government should compensate people who develop serious side effects after being vaccinated. William Choi President of the Society of Hospital Pharmacists told RTHK that the government should also set up a database to keep track of any serious side effects. Speaking on the same radio show, DAB lawmaker Lern Chi-Cheng reiterated his call for the government to pay people $5,000 to get vaccinated. He said this could make people feel the government was sincere and the vaccine was safe. North District Hospital says an 80-year-old patient infected with coronavirus died last night, bringing the SAR's death toll related to COVID-19 to 124. The man who was chronically ill was linked to a cluster of patients who caught the virus in dance clubs. He was admitted to Alice Ho Mewling Nethersole Hospital late last month with a fever and was transferred to the intensive care unit of North District Hospital earlier this month. 
The Law Reform Commission has proposed that Hong Kong should start allowing lawyers to charge success or uplift fees in arbitration cases to compete with other jurisdictions as an international legal centre. The commission suggested it could be a no-win-no-fee arrangement in which the lawyer charges a usual fee and an uplift only after the case succeeds or a no-win-low-fee framework in which the lawyer charges for their services regardless of the outcome and an additional fee if the case succeeds. It also recommended that success fees should be capped. Catherine Sanger from the Commission says the recommendations follow a study on other leading arbitration centres. We want Hong Kong lawyers to be able to compete with their counterparts in those jurisdictions, including in China, where contingency fees have been permitted for a number of years. And we think that clients will increasingly look to choose to arbitrate elsewhere and to use lawyers outside Hong Kong in jurisdictions where outcome-related fees are permitted and have been now permitted for some time if Hong Kong does not follow suit. A Chinese space capsule containing the first moon rocks collected in over four decades has landed in the Inner Mongolia region. A Chinese flag was placed near the capsule's snowy location. It will now be taken to a laboratory where its contents will be removed. Mahesh Anand, a specialist in planetary science and exploration, said there were potentially important discoveries to be made. We are expecting these samples to be quite different to those that we have so far analysed. Exactly how different they are, we can only tell once we have uh, our hands on those samples in the laboratories. But I'm pretty sure that there are many discoveries that actually await. The U.S. military has criticised China for failing to appear at virtual senior-level meetings slated for this week, saying it's another example of China not honouring its agreements. The meetings scheduled for Monday to Wednesday were focused on maritime safety. The United States says a cyber attack on federal government systems discovered in recent days was both significant and continuing. A joint statement by the FBI and security agencies said they were working to understand the full extent of the hacking campaign, which apparently began as long ago as March. U.S. officials said the attack probably came from Russia and breached the U.S. Treasury and Commerce Department systems. The hackers enticed more than 18,000 private and government users to download malware that gave remote access to networks and allowed the theft of information. Prosecutors in the Netherlands have confirmed a Dutch hacker's story that he successfully logged into Donald Trump's Twitter account during the US presidential election campaign by guessing his password. But they say they won't be punishing Victor Gevers because they accept he was acting ethically. He disclosed the hack immediately, saying the password he guessed was MAGA2020, referring to the Trump slogan, Make America Great Again. The U.S. President-elect Joe Biden says he's underlining his commitment to diversity after nominating Peter Buttigieg as the first openly gay member of a U.S. cabinet. Mr. Buttigieg will serve as Jet Transportation Secretary. He said he hoped his appointment would challenge prejudice. I can remember watching the news, 17 years old in Indiana, seeing a story about an appointee of President Clinton named to be an ambassador, attacked and denied a vote in the Senate because he was gay. I watched that story, and I learned something about some of the limits that exist in this country when it comes to who is allowed to belong. But just as important, I saw how those limits could be challenged. 
The biggest terrorist trial in French history has ended with the conviction of 14 people for aiding the Islamist attacks in Paris in January 2015. 17 people were killed in the assaults on the Charlie Hebdo magazine and a Jewish supermarket. The gunmen who carried out the attacks were killed at the time. Risha Malka and a lawyer for Charlie Hebdo said the verdict sent out a strong message for anyone intending to help terrorists. What this decision says is that without these terrorist networks, there would have been no attack. Without these networks, there is no terrorism. And anyone who participates in such a network will be punished very severely. The chairman of the U.S. Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, has made it clear that America's central bank will continue to strongly support the economy as it struggles with the effects of COVID-19. But he added that the central government must do more, saying the case for doing so was very, very strong. There's a need for households and businesses to have fiscal support. And I do think that, again, I think that is widely understood. So I think it would be, I, I certainly um, would welcome the work that Congress is doing right now. It's not up to us to judge that work. It's really, really theirs. I don't have a view for you on, on the size of it. It's, uh, you know, it's obviously a substantial bill. Mr Powell was speaking as leaders from both parties in Congress edged closer to an agreement on an economic stimulus package worth $900 billion. He said the Fed would continue cushioning businesses and households. Scientists at the UK's Royal Botanic Gardens in Kew have named more than 150 new plants and fungi this year. They say their findings highlight the diversity of species still to be identified. Here's the BBC's Helen Briggs. New plants and fungi have been identified in Africa, Asia, the Americas and the UK from a strange-looking Madagascan flower deemed the ugliest orchid in the world to a Peruvian plant related to the sweet potato, which could be an important new food crop. The list includes some amazing new finds for science, but there are concerns that several of the rare new species face extinction. Botanists at Kew say with two in five plants threatened with extinction, it's a race against time to find, document and understand these species so they can be protected. The owners of Australia's newest coal-fired power station say it's worthless despite being barely a decade old. The Blue Water facility in Western Australia was bought by two Japanese companies for 900 million US dollars. Here's the BBC's Phil Mercer. The Blue Waters plant south of Perth generates about 15% of Western Australia's electricity. It's the state's only privately run coal-fired power station, but its Japanese owners believe it no longer has any financial worth. Accounts for the Sumitomo Corporation have shown its reduced Blue Waters value to zero. Banks have reportedly refused to refinance large debts, and experts have said it's been unable to compete with the rise of renewable energy. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer has urged President-elect Joe Biden to keep up pressure on China and calling on him to hold their feet to the fire on the Phase 1 trade deal that was signed between Beijing and the Trump administration. Under the deal, Beijing promised to boost purchases of U.S. agricultural and manufactured goods, energy and services by $200 billion U.S. billion above 2017 levels over two years. Mr. Lighthouser told Reuters news agency that Beijing was well behind on its commitments, partly because of the pandemic. And a coroner in Britain has ruled that air pollution contributed to the death of a nine-year-old girl in London in a landmark decision. Ella Adu Kissi Deborah, who lived near a major road in the southeast, died in 2013 after an asthma attack. 
Finance now. Currencies, the US dollar is trading at 103.31 yen. The euro stands at one US dollar and 22 cents. The pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 49 cents. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 26,503, 42 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $65 billion. And with the sports, here's Adam Chung. We start with the English Premier League's top-of-the-table clash where Liverpool left it late to beat Tottenham in front of 2,000 fans at Anfield. Here's the delivery, which is headed in by Firmino! Tottenham protest! But Firmino runs away to celebrate and he's sprinting away and he's running to all of those Liverpool fans in the cup at the other end and he's punching the air! Roberto Firmino scored on the 90th minute to give the host a 2-1 victory that puts them three points clear of Spurs at the top. Here's the Liverpool captain, Jordan Henderson. Yeah, I thought it was a good game. Um, very tactical. Probably what you expected a little bit in terms of we, uh, us dominating with the ball, creating chances and then get done on the counter in the first half so we'll be disappointed with that because we knew that was the case um, but overall I thought the performance was outstanding I thought we dominated for large periods with the ball created some good chances um, and never never stopped kept going right until the end and got got the winner which I think we deserved Southampton went third above Leicester City on goal difference. The Saints got a point in a one-all draw at Arsenal. Leicester lost 2-0 at home to Everton, who are up to fifth. Leeds United defeated Newcastle 5-2. West Ham and Crystal Palace drew one-all. It finished goalless between Fulham and Brighton. Elsewhere, Barcelona appear to have their campaign back on track as they came from behind to beat the Spanish league leaders Real Sociedad. In Italy, the leaders AC Milan dropped points against Genoa. More from the BBC's Andy Barwell. Real Sociedad missed a chance to go clear at the top of La Liga after losing 2-1 at Barcelona. It means Atletico Madrid are now top of the table. Barcelona a fifth and it was Frankie de Jong who got the winner for Barcelona, his first goal for the club. The Italian Serie A leaders, AC Milan, drew 2-2 at Genoa. Their lead is still a point from City rivals Inter Milan, who were held 0-0 by Napoli, who slipped to fourth. The champions Juventus drew one apiece with Atalanta. Cristiano Ronaldo missed from the penalty spot. The German Bundesliga pace setters by Leverkusen had an impressive 4-0 win away at Köln. Bayern Munich beat Wolfsburg 2-1. RB Leipzig in third had a 1-0 success over Hoffenheim. And finally in cricket, the highly anticipated test series between Australia and India is now underway in Adelaide. The tourists have chosen to bat first. India, playing in only their second day-night tests, are hoping to repeat their series win from two years ago. Australia have played in seven day-nighters, winning all of them, including five in Adelaide. And that's your look at sports. Thanks, Adam. And to end the news, the top stories once again. A probe by the Ombudsman finds no evidence of masks made for government departments being resold privately. A prominent microbiologist says the public should trust the COVID-19 vaccine developed on the mainland. And a Chinese space capsule containing the first moon rocks collected in over 40 years lands in Inner Mongolia. The news from RTHK. To prevent the spread of disease, make sure all drainage traps contain water. Pour half a liter of water into each drain outlet every week. Check sinks, baths, toilets, and floor drain outlets regularly. If drainage pipes are leaking or blocked, 
or drain outlets emit a foul smell, arrange prompt inspection and repair by a qualified person. Don't alter drains and pipes on your own. Visit chp.gov.hk for details. To prevent pneumonia and respiratory tract infection, always keep hands clean and wash hands for at least 20 seconds. Put the lid down before flushing. Add water to U-traps regularly. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when sneezing or coughing. Wear a mask and seek medical advice promptly if unwell. Fully cover your nose, mouth and chin with a mask. Visit chp.gov.hk to learn more. I thought that I've been hurt before But no one's ever left me quite this sore Your words cut deeper than a knife Now I need someone to breathe me back to life Got a feeling that I'm going under but I know that I'll make it out alive If I quit calling you my lover Move on You watch me bleed until I can't breathe Shaking, falling onto my knees And now that I'm without your kisses I'll be needing stitches Tripping over myself Drawn to a flame Oh, you lured me in I couldn't sense the pain Your bitter heart cold to the touch Now I'm gonna reap what I sow I'm left seeing red on my own Got a feeling that I'm going under But I know that I'll make it out Calling you my lover Move on You watch me bleeding till I can't Dead. Wow. 